Yo, 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 we are back with another episode of your favorite podcast, Wrestling with the Homies. I'm the most handsome host of all time, Young Quan, and I'm here with my boy Sylvan. Yeah. And my boy Cooley. Cooley, Cooley, Cooley. What's good with y'all, man? How how y'all been this week? I'm a little sick, man. It's been a a week, man. A little sick. Yeah, I'm about to have a flu game, baby. Damn, the mushroom coffee ain't helping? Yeah, man. It's not supposed to help. It's just an alternative. An That's alternative. It. Uh, it's supposed to keep you healthy, bro. It's good. Nah, it's just supposed to keep me away from the the terrible caffeine. Apparently, yeah, we can hey. do about it. You know, I'm right, I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm thorough, man. Come on, man. I'm ready. It's all good. It's all good. Well, look, man. SummerSlam is in the it's in the books. How we yeah. felt about it, man? <laughs> it was a little long. I ain't hey, gonna man. hold you. Hey, I go yeah, look. First of all, <laughs> four hours. First of, four first hours. Of all, Peacock it felt like five. I had to wait. Yo, what was up to with watch that? It because they were delaying yeah. on putting it on the app. Oh, I was so heated. They wanted me up to be at. They wanted me to be up at. Yo, four so look, it's crazy. I'm bro, saying he, so. He was up to like two watching it. Like, bro, dog, that was nuts. Because like none of we we were all busy during the day, so we couldn't catch it live. So once we finally get home around seven, eight o'clock, we thinking we just gonna hop in, rewind to the beginning, and the Peacock is like, nope, y'all nope. gotta wait till the show is over. The show ends and they still like, nope, we gotta wait till 10 30. So by the time we finish the show, it's like 2 a.m. Got me out here feeling like I'm 12 Man. years old, staying up late at night. I, I had bro, to I had to watch Jake show. Paul fight in the midst of it all. <laughs> I rewatched right. Cody Doc. I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, Cody Doc. <laughs> Come on, man. This man's a Cody Rose stand oh, now. Yeah. Look, I think we I think it's safe to say we've moved past the need for four hour. Four-hour premium live events. Like, let's do the two-day thing. Two, three hours this day, three hours the next day. Like, no more four hours. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's crazy. Come on now. But this is mania. Right. I'm saying, like, come on now. But since we're talking about SummerSlam, we definitely got to get into the main event because that's what's on everybody's mind. That's what everybody's talking about. Hottest topic in the game right now. What y'all think? Ooh, Jimmy turned on Jay. I called this. Hey, Sylvan called this. Called that's it. crazy. <laughs> I told it. y'all, I said he was going to turn. I'm like, yo, I got a feeling Jimmy's going to come back, turn on the set. You know what I mean? And everybody was like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, and here we are. But does it, though? I mean, look, the, the, the internet's just saying that WWE fumbled this storyline. They dropped the yeah. ball. Of course they are. They say that all the time. Impatience. So much impatience. Impatience. Impa- Matter of fact, since you're speaking on impatience, let's just talk about it. Because I got a lot to say about impatience. <laughs> <laughs> so... Let's talk about the the four most controversial words in profession, professional wrestling. Do y'all know what those four words are? Let's hear it. I can nah, give you a hint. A it's something that if, if you say if you say this to any wrestling fan that that's complaining, they're gonna look at you like you spit on them. Those four words, four words. Let it play out. For some reason, <laughs> let it play out has become a controversy topic or a controversial topic in professional wrestling. And it makes no sense to me. Like, is it TikTok? Has TikTok fried our brains to only being able to pay attention for 30 seconds? Like, what's, what's the deal with that? Because, like, let, let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Remember when Judgment Day first popped up on the oh, scene? Yeah. Edge, yeah. Damian yeah. Priest, Rhea Ripley. What did everybody say? Oh, this is tired. a... Oh, did you? Yeah, Sylvan, did that. you? Nah. Yeah, oh, because I, 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 I remember like, oh, this. Sucks. I remember I this is like, the this house. Sucks. Of the- I hate this. This hey, is I, terrible. Why is this? I firmly, I firmly remember people saying that. Oh, Judgment Day is a 
bootleg version of House of Black. This is House oh, of Black God. if you order it on Fact. Wish.com. Fact. Remember that? Fact. Remember that? Yeah, that was someone yeah. that's sitting next to us on this podcast that I'm not gonna call out, I'm not gonna say no names, but they were very loud and vocal about this being one of the worst factions of all time. Two months into their run, it was the worst faction of all time. Fast forward to today, Judgment Day is quite possibly the hottest group in professional wrestling. Am that's I right? Fact. Booming, hot, hey, fire boom. from day one, man. My money on it. Damian Priest has got the money in the bank briefcase. Dom Mysterio, NXT, um, North American champion. They killing the game right now. Yeah. But at one point, they were the worst faction in wrestling. Put it like this. We didn't get from point A to point B overnight. We let it play out. Huh? Who's calling it the worst faction in wrestling? You it's called it so the rude. worst faction. You called it There's terrible. No way in life. There's no way no, in life. I got another one. I got another one. I got another one. Forget about Judgment Day. That's crazy. Forget about Judgment Day. Forget about Judgment Day. Come on, Forget about Forget about Judgment Day. Let's talk about the New Day. Y'all remember when the New Day verse popped up on the scene? Yes. Three do. black underutilized wrestlers got together, and we like, oh, shit, this is going to be crazy. We got the new nation of domination. They're about to go that. dominate. They're about to throw up the fist and wear black, red, and yellow. Oh, we, we, we lit. We lit. That's not what we got, though. We got three guys wearing big-ass Steve Harvey suits coming to the <laughs> ring to gospel music. Dancing around and preaching positivity. And what did the internet say? What did, what did, we, what did we say? Oh, this Fresh. is career suicide. What are they doing? WWE is dropping the ball with, with, this, with these guys. Like, why are they doing this? This, is, this, is, this sucks. But it was bad. It, it did suck, though. Yeah, it did. It did. It yeah, did. It was terrible. Fast forward to today. The New Day is one of the most successful teams of all That's time. They've That's sold more merch. Time. They've sold more merchandise than Taylor Swift has sold concert tickets. Jeez. New Day booming. Legendary oh. Hall of Famers. I don't know. I'm just talking. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Oh man, about Taylor, that. Taylor, pretty up there. Yeah. <laughs> but look, hell yeah, she up there. She, she kind of, she in a different stratosphere. Like. She in a different stratosphere. But let me, let me, let me, let me, let me show love to New Day. New Day is one of the greatest tag teams of all time. But at one point, we were, we were talking about this is a burial, this is career suicide. But we let it play out. We didn't get from point A to point B overnight. It was gradual. Y'all ever watch Breaking Bad? Oh, yes. Yeah. Great show. I love Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is one of my favorite TV shows. It's a perfect show. We all, we all know the story. It's about a chemistry teacher who is diagnosed with cancer. So in order to provide for his family, he starts to dibble and dabble in the drug game. But over the course of five seasons, we see this guy get so caught up in the pursuit of making money and perfecting his craft with selling these drugs that this quirky, nerdy school teacher turns into one of the most menacing characters in TV history. And this all happens over five seasons. We didn't just get there overnight. We had to take the good with the bad. Walter White was not Heisenberg, episode one of Breaking Bad. He didn't end episode one as a millionaire murderer. He was still Walter White. It took us time to get from point A to point B, because we let it play out. I say all that to say this. This bloodline storyline is taking some weird twist. I don't know how I feel about Jimmy turning on Jay Uso. Some people like it, some people hate it. But I do think that if any storyline in wrestling should be afforded the luxury of letting play out, it's this bloodline storyline. Because I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I sat here after WrestleMania 
And I said that bloodline was over with. I said that mm-hmm. they had run it, run their yeah, course. You did. They had jumped, <laughs> jumped the gun. And this storyline was played out. Like I said, they needed to drop it. Four months later, we all know this. We all know the numbers. How many people watched that episode of SmackDown when Jimmy, I mean, when Jay Uso and Roman Reigns confronted each other? Was, was it three million? million? million four million, something, something like three, million three, four million. Like that. Does that no, sound like work. a storyline? That has played out. Does it sound like a storyline that has jumped the gun? Three million viewers in 2023 for a wrestling show? So I was wrong. I wasn't letting it play out. I was leading with emotion and complaining for the sake of complaining. At some point, we just got to let this play out. That's my spiel. I respect that, man. You respect it? Yeah, man. So now my question. I I respect that. So now my question to y'all is. Was this the right move? <laughs> was Jimmy turning on Jay the right move? I mean, um, yes, in my opinion. Yes, it was the right move. I think that we need we needed them apart. I don't think the Usos needed to do much more. I mean, when we think about the Usos, we're looking at like a 12-year, maybe a 13-year run at this point in the WWE as tag team champions, tag team partnership. What have they not done? They are arguably the most decorated tag team in wrestling history. Uh, they've already cemented that legacy. Uh, you see tag teams split apart far quicker, you know, in three-year, four-year marks. These guys have been together for 12 years. Um, it, in my opinion, it makes the most sense, especially when you think about it from a storyline standpoint. I always talk about the promo where Jimmy turned on the set and <laughs> – I love how he called it bloodline the set. Like, he a part of it. (laughs) He really thinks he's bloodline for real. You know what I'm saying? He turned on the set, baby. You know what I mean? He turned on the set. And Roman said two things. Roman said, you're basically, he told Jay, you're basically running off of what your brother made decisions for you for. That's what he said. Everybody thought he was gaslighting him. You know what I'm saying? Roman's always Mm -hmm. right. You know what I mean? I, I I, I believe in Roman. I believe in Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, we, we failed to pay attention to the fact that Roman exposed Jimmy and said that when we all said Jay Uso is the next head of the table, who objectified to that? Who objected to that? Hey, it, seemed like, it seemed like the breakdown was in there. And we all just we acted just, like it didn't We weren't happen. paying attention. Because we were just so, we were so fascinated with Roman Reigns as as a champion, you know, because we don't like champions. We don't like winners. We like underdogs. You know, we, we like people who stand up to the big bad wolves, you know, but Roman Reigns is telling the truth. And now fast forward, Jimmy goes away, gets his ass beat, comes back, and he sees his little baby so, brother in the main event of SummerSlam, <laughs> and he's jealous. And he can't take it. It's unfortunate. Hey. This is great storytelling to me. Cool. What do you say? Because, I mean, Sylvan alluded to it. Jimmy got his he ass did. beat. Did. So did it make sense? Because he turned on Jay for the people who beat his I ass. I agree with Sylvan. From a storyline cooly- story angle, I 100% agree with Sylvan. Like I said earlier to you guys about a week ago, I said, this creates the Jimmy and Jay feud. This creates the Solo versus Roman feud. Of course, Solo is going to lose. Oh, that's what we wait. And then when when WrestleMania forty comes around, Roman is by himself, and who's left? 
Cody Rhodes. Don't say Cody Rhodes, please. Don't. Oh my that. God! Like it, it just makes sense. I'm, I'm, and I'm <laughs> sorry, but yes, WWE fans are very impatient. I remember just three months ago, everybody was complaining on how the bloodline is so stupid now; it was boring. But four words: let it play out. You just gotta let it play out. And let it play I'm out. always wrong mm-hmm. with WWE, and I hate it because I'm impatient too. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm like, okay, this, I'm, I'm over it. It's just dumb. And what do you know? Triple H proves me wrong. It, it every itself. time. So, so we definitely. I'm 100 with this. So we got to understand. Like I, I get, I get a part of us being impatient because we've been, we've sat here with Vince McMahon storylines for the last 20 years, and Vince yeah, McMahon <laughs> was out of touch. He didn't know what he was doing half the time. So we're used to that. So anytime something doesn't go the way we want it to go, we kind of overreact a little bit. But we got to understand this is a whole new regime. This is Triple H's WWE. And under Triple H's WWE, things have kind of worked themselves out. So we can't really jump out the window (laughs) every time something goes left. I just want to go on record in saying that I've always had faith in the bloodline storyline. Like I've always been an impatient person <laughs> and I was always here telling everyone, relax. You were right. So yeah. I, right. Right. I just we'll want to go on record. You. You I, right. I wasn't, I wasn't part of that. You know, I just, I just want to, I just want to make that clear. I am a firm believer. I you am bloodline. Right. I, I salute you, my tribal chief. You, you know what I'm saying? That's but, me. But, so, but, I, I just wanted to but like that. Jimmy did, you're turning on the set too because but, of the Cody doc that released. And now you're team Cody, right? Oh, oh wow. yeah, yeah. Oh, this man is oh, in yeah. love with oh, yeah, Cody man. Rhodes yeah. now. Yeah. Mm. yeah, man. I, I, you know, I was not, I was not for Cody Rhodes winning at WrestleMania 39. Seven but, is um, Jimmy, man. You know, at 40. It's a little bit different. <laughs> so Jimmy. I want to touch on, I want to touch on a real life. There's a, there's a real life part of this bloodline feud that a lot of people seem to be missing out on. But I'm here to give it to you. I'm not here to tell y'all what y'all missing out on. So a lot of us forget, for a very long time. And this is not storyline. This is just real life. Jimmy was kind of seen as the star of the Usos. Talk about it. He was the one with the charisma. He was the one with the, with the girl. He had the famous relationship with Naomi, who's a big star in her own right. He was pretty much the Jeff Hardy of this yeah. team. He was the edge to Jay Uso's Christian. Talk about it. But once the, once the pandemic happened... And I don't I don't remember if Jimmy got injured, if he was out with like a DUI or something, but he was out. He was out. He missed some time. And Jay Uso became main event Jay Uso. Yeah, y'all forgot about that. Y'all forgot about that. I didn't. When when Jimmy was out, this is when Jay Uso really started to shine. He became everything that we kind of thought Jimmy was. So in a sense, wouldn't there be some jealousy there? Like, not even on some storyline shit, but just in, in general. If you go down and you see a little brother take your spot and run with the ball, wouldn't there be a little bit of jealousy there? Like, a little hint of it? I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, especially when you feel like you're the po- your poise that's the most charismatic one. Um, You have everything going for you. And at one of the most vulnerable times where you're getting into, like, real trouble, you know, your little baby brother is showing that he's stepping up to the plate. I mean... I could see there being some jealousy there. Now, I don't really know the ins and outs of, you know, the personal stripes of, you know, the bloodline. But I will say that, you know, on some baby brother, little brother stuff. Yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent. And that's, in my opinion, what fuels this. This is long storytelling at the best. Facts. 
Yo, so look, we all we all agree that this the it made sense to me. It made sense. It didn't make sense in the sense that they whooped his ass and then he came back and helped them a month later. But from that dynamic, the whole jealousy angle, it makes perfect sense. And I think that WWE will play this up. They already alluded to it in, in previous promos when Jay Uso kind of told Roman that I wasn't trying to be like you. I was trying to be like Big Brother because he was the prom king. He was yeah. most likely to succeed. I wasn't. So I was trying to be that. They can play into that whole dynamic. And you guys going to be right back in. I'm telling you right now, I know it's only been a week and everybody's overreacting and saying WWE dropped the ball. But once we let this play out, I guarantee a month from now, we're going to be looking at WWE doing 3 million viewers again and everybody's going to be back on board with the bloodline. That's a Best storyline of all time. Bottom of the third. It's definitely not the facts of all time. And look, before we get out of this bloodline conversation, I just want to talk about this bottom of the third thing. Because Cooley, you, what, what do you mean by that when you say bottom Paul of the third? Paul Heyman said this is not even a quarter of the storyline. He said we are at the bottom of the third half of the storyline. Baseball has nine innings, my guy. Or is it ten? Yeah. <laughs> nine or ten. It doesn't matter. One of them. So it's not our team. I don't watch baseball. Uh, I'm black. Okay, it's 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 black people don't watch baseball. So we have six. That's why they say the next innings. Six more innings to go. Come on, man. We waiting on Jacob. We waiting on Zilla. I don't know. We're waiting on a rock. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, man. So look. So look, black people. We hey, black people use football when we when we talk about these things. We don't use baseball. We use football. We in we in the second quarter. I'm sorry. I'm a Dodger. Paul <laughs> oh, Heyman is basically saying we in the second quarter. <laughs> so I, I I don't know, man. But my question is to y'all, if we are really only two quarters into this whole bloodline dynamic, can we really do we really want to see three more quarters? Like cause yes, here we go. This is here we go. This we is go. an incredible storyline. We all agree. But if this is like the first quarter of this, still like I, I want to see it. I'm here sorry. We go. How long is this we gonna go. last? I want to see. It. Here we go. I love here it. I love it. But I can't do three more yes, years you know, of it. Yeah, you can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, you can. That's the problem. It's like what's all the like? Why, like, bro? You you realize like it's been three years, right? And we are still on the edge of our seats. Like, Bray's Anatomy <laughs> is on season 27, bro, and we are out here. We are hey, out Simpsons here like what's TV. next? It's, it's people Simpsons still watching Family Guy. It's on season 38 or something. And we <laughs> hey, still out here. Bro. Like, hey, we, Family Guy been on TV since I was in third grade, man. Storyline. I'm a grown ever. ass man now. It's, order. Bro, we used to watch Dragon Ball Z episodes in 30 minute increments. Oh no, the, the for spirit two bomb years to get to get to a, to get to one battle, bro. That lasted a year. <laughs> like we will we will stick bro, around. The spirit, dog. The spirit bomb started around. when Yo. I was in middle school and it ended when I graduated college. Like, bro. <laughs> Sorry, no, I didn't graduate college, but you get you get me. Yeah, like, that's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, that's honestly what the main event of SummerSlam felt like, though. It felt like a spirit bomb building. Cause yeah. Dave Meltzer, I know we hate Dave Meltzer stars, but <laughs> he get him. Yo, two Dave. stars. That's wild. Listen to me, Dave. Two? Listen to me, Dave. I want, I want, I want you to hear me right now, Dave. You man, you you make no sense. <laughs> all right, I, that's all I want to tell you. You make absolutely no sense. You didn't like this match, though. Let's be honest. You didn't like this match. Um, I mean, 
Look, uh, I thought the match was go. fair. I, I thought I, the match was the, fair. The, the, I mean, in the face it he made, fair. told the whole story. You didn't like this match. It was fair. It was a fair match. It wasn't like like it wasn't like bells and whistles. Like wow, what an incredible match! But honestly, at this point, like we're here for the story, the progression of the story, and Pax. I I feel like the ending and Jimmy coming back was everything that we needed. Also, I mean, I got to take into account to the fact that this match lasted way too long. Um. So <laughs> it hour. was like, bro, like it was like it was like thirty six minutes of yeah. wrestling, like forty five minute segment. If you add like the, the intros and the outro, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, like, I, it it's a lot. I believe so, that was Roman's longest. I'm, I'm really curious. Match, I believe, but it ain't two and a half stars, man. That's it like was four. Definitely stars, his maybe, longest. Three and a half. That was absolutely his longest. I'm very curious to see what um SmackDown ratings gonna look like though, because everybody's saying that they dropped the ball with this bloodline ending, but. <laughs> if those numbers are crazy, that means that Jimmy turning on the set just sparked more Yo, intrigue. All that's just the IWC, man. That's just us. We're like any, it, it ain't the real people. This who are, whole, this who are watching this wrestling. This whole man. bloodline story is Chef Kiss. Mean? We complain. It's Chef Kiss. Oh, that's facts. That's facts. Ever. Best. Well, ever. anyway. Well, I would love to sit here and talk about the bloodline for another two hours because you know we we love the bloodline. I'm sorry, but Roman Reigns mm-hmm. is that guy. But Sylvan. I know you got something on your chest that you've been waiting to get off. I do, man. So I'm, I'm going to give you the space to go ahead and get it off. You know, I'm not going to even exaggerate, man. I'm going to just get straight to the point, man. You know, I, I, I'm going to talk about Ronda Rousey. Oh, and shit. I want to I talk about her rumored departure. And um, I want to I just put this out here. Um, you know, Ronda, I really hope you find happiness in life. Uh, I hope you do something that makes you feel fulfilled in life. Um. You know, I, I really hope that you go somewhere that brings you great joy. And I just want to celebrate you for a little bit, you know. Uh, let's let's just name off the accolades. Let's just name off the accolades. Uh, WWE, one-time women's tag team champion with Shayna Baszler. Uh, two-time SmackDown women's champion. Uh, one-time Raw's women's champion. One-time Slammy Award winner. Eight women's uh, triple crown champion. Uh, mixed Royal martial arts. Rumble. 12 Royal Rumble winner. Mixed Mania, martial arts. Main eventer. Yeah, Mania main eventer first, you know, to for in a first women's headlining main, main event. Right, right. Facts. Facts. yeah, yeah. Twelve There's to two professional a... record uh, in mixed martial arts. Eleven to twelve wins uh, in the first round. Eight wins in less than a minute. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go oh. through it all. I, I, I research. You, you know, nine wins via armbar submission. First ever UFC women's, you know, bantamweight. Cool, cool. Got something to say? Towards, I see it. Women's bantamweight champion. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm going through everything that she's a. Uh, we got a, it. We know. We know she accomplished a lot. She got you know, gold. But medals, a lot of people. But she a lot got of judo. <laughs> a lot of people don't though. A lot of people don't. Olympic bronze medalist and you know medalist in judo at 2008 Beijing Olympics. Qualified for two, 2004 Athens Olympics. 2007 Pan Arm Games champion. Won an SB, named world's most dominant athlete in 2015. Okay, let's get that out the way. PWI ranked her as the number one women's wrestler you in 2018. Forgot, you forgot one yeah, thing. You, know, you forgot one sure. thing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? What, what I the forget? first me? woman in UFC Hall of Fame. That's big. First woman in UFC That's Hall of big. Fame. You are a history-making woman. You are the baddest woman on the planet. Um, you know, which is why it, it saddens me to... Uh, to like see how things have panned out for you. I believe that Ronda Rousey is a, <sighs> this is tough for me to say. I believe Ronda Rousey is an unfulfilled athlete with an entitlement problem. Here's why. <laughs> what? 
I said unfulfilled. You don't understand. You understand the word unfulfilled? Unfulfilled. You know what being fulfilled means? It means you're content. It means that you're. It means that you're happy with oneself. It so, means that no unfulfilled? matter the circumstances in life, you you seem to wake up every day like you know what everything's all right. I can get through this. I can move through this. That's not Ronda Rousey. She's a high achiever. She's a champion, but she is not fulfilled. She is not fulfilled, and she is an unfulfilled athlete who, quite honestly, has an entitlement problem. Now, but what, what the is defeat, this based on? I'm about to tell you. Following the defeat to Nunez and home, she admitted to completing um, to contemplating suicide, questioning her self worth without the UFC championship. Now, this is before she came to the WWE. I'm trying to paint a narrative here. She was seeking the approval of others, still fighting. Because it was expected of her, not because it was in her heart to do so. These are her words, right? Okay. She suffered two losses. After two losses, she was like, I can't do this anymore. You weren't fulfilled. You didn't feel it in your heart. It wasn't in your soul. We get it. We all do things to to appease other people, right? Fully understand. Now, we also understand that this was at a time where she was revolutionizing the sport. So things were changing. And maybe she just felt like, well, I did what I was supposed to do. Now let me get out of here. But she wasn't happy. So what did she do? Fast forward. She goes to the WWE. She debuts. It's making uh-huh. big money. It's way easier. And has a huge impact. In fact, one of the only women to headline WrestleMania with Charlotte and Becky, even though, in my opinion, a big part of that is because of Becky Lynch being white hot that year. But, you know, I, I And Ronda was. wasn't. She was she played she as much a part in that as I'm all not them saying did. she I'm not saying she wasn't the first not saying women's that. WrestleMania main event. Not saying that. I'm just saying I think a bigger part was because Becky Lynch was having on her name. one of the biggest one of the biggest runs in, in wrestling that year. That's just all I'm saying. The man was mm-hmm. she was the biggest wrestler in the world. Like let's just let's let's just get that, that out the way. All right. It's like I'm not gonna even go there. At the same time, we begin to see Ronda disgruntled. As she moves forward in her WWE tenure with the position of women in wrestling, she's disgruntled with how fans have treated her, calling them fucking ungrateful. These are her words. She made sly remarks about how wrestling isn't as serious, calling it fake fights. Not only that, but she's had mediocre acts. This, this was storyline. This was, this was she, in character. No, no, it's not, brother. We know it's not. We know it's not. They were we building the towards vibes. the Becky dynamic. This we was in character. Uh, Go, ahead. Go ahead and pick this false narrative. We Go know ahead and paint your false narrative. Here we we know the vibes. Not only that, but she had mediocre matches at best, terrible mic skills, and more botches than I could care to watch, honestly. I want to read this excerpt about how Ronda felt about her time in WWE a few years in. With a, with a famous interview with Steve-O. Wait, Steve-O, the, the jackass? Yeah, Steve-O? It was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of weird. It was, it was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. But, you know, I mean, uh, you know, but it happened. You know, it happened. Why are you watching Jack- <laughs> Steve-O around Because I'm a journalist, okay? I am a podcasting journalist doing my research. Let me make my Good, point. Man. So as I was saying, my brothers, let me cook. So this is what she says. So it's just like, what am I doing it for? Do you guys see the parallels that I'm painting right now? What am I doing it for if I'm not being able to spend time and my energy with my family, but instead spending my time and my energy on a bunch of fucking ungrateful fans that don't even appreciate me? You hear the entitlement? I She's love talking about people like you. I love performing. I love the fans. Dude, my family loves me and they appreciate me and I want all my energy to go into them. 
So that was my decision at the end of the day. It's like, hey, girls, love what you're doing. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and take all my momentum and push you guys as far as I can. Fly, little birds. Fly. I'm going fucking home. And that was basically it. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you what you were doing, Rhonda. You were, you were going to the WWE because it was something to do while you figure out whatever is next for you to figure out to feel happy with inside, which oh is okay. But I believe you have a real entitlement problem. Fast forward. Rhonda is leaving the WWE seemingly after a fulfilled contract. She put her friend Shayna Baszler over in a lackluster match with a few that seemingly came out of nowhere. However, she's possibly rumored to be returning, returning to the she's sport she once UFC. left conveniently happening. after the last person who beat her, Nunez, has retired. I. This is a false narrative. Of course you are, Rhonda, because you don't really know what you want. And because you don't know what you want, you're using your star power to try a few things out and you know, see where you can go. And when things don't go your way, you, you, you're out. And that's just how things go. I respect it. But you are an unfulfilled athlete with an entitlement problem looking for the next thing that you can hope will bring you happiness and joy. Look, I appreciate your contributions to WWE. I truly do. I think you have done a lot for our sport. I think you have brought a lot of media attention. You probably put a few people over. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. Do I like you as a wrestler? Not really. I don't really care for you. I'm not going to miss you. You had mediocre matches. You Uh, had terrible mic skills. You had botches from left to right. So many of the women have mediocre matches and terrible mic skills, but you give them love. Because I know the group chat, and I see what y'all be saying, and we be talking about it. And you know what? The rest of the world knows it. I want you to find happiness, Ronda Rousey. I want you to find fulfillment, joy, peace, inner calmness. Okay, so let me. But you ask, will not be missed in WWE. Let me ask Cooley a question, and that is my I, oh, Let me ask Cooley a question because yeah, I, ne- I, I never, Cooley I never, I don't want to hear don't your voice ever again. Cooley, yeah, you do. Come on, Cooley. Man. Come on, man. Come Cooley. On, <laughs> when Brock Lesnar, Cooley. Cooley. <laughs> when Brock Lesnar left WWE, oh uh, Brock Lesnar, you're gonna bring can, up can Brock talk? Lesnar. Can I talk? Can I talk? When Brock Lesnar left the uh, WWE for UFC, remember that. And then he won the UFC World Championship. Brock Lesnar. Oh, and then he lost the World Championship, and he went back to WWE. Does that make him a quitter? Does that make him entitled because he left UFC after doing what he set out to do, which was win the UFC World Championship? That was his goal to get the belt, and he got the belt. He obtained his goal, and that's it. So how? So how? How? I didn't call her quitter. So how is Ronda entitled? I didn't call her. I said she's entitled. So how is she entitled when she literally came into WWE, accomplished everything there is to accomplish? A triple crown winner means she won every women's title there is to possibly win, including the Royal Rumble, including main eventing WrestleMania, the first woman to do it. I said all the accomplishments in the beginning. So how is she? So how is she entitled? Let's go so do it anyway. How? She Ronda Rousey. <laughs> like, she's so, Ronda Rousey, bro. So like, you how? think they're gonna just have her in here, like just wrestling, like Sylvan, side you, matches? You talk this is Ronda enough, Rousey, my brother. You've you know talked enough, right. my sorry, brother. Juan. I apologize. So, I get ramped up. I'm sorry. If Ronda Rousey achieved all she could achieve in the Olympics, went to UFC, achieved all she can achieve, and then left there to WWE, achieved all she can achieve, and then left. It just sounds like she's winning a lot. <laughs> So how is she entitled for doing all she can do and then getting out of there? 
I don't. There's think, nothing else left for her to do. She's accomplished everything there is. I I don't think that entitlement and winning contradict one another. I think they're two different things. I think I think there's I think there's entitlement. I hear entitlement, but the entitlement isn't on Ronda oh, Rousey. The oh, entitlement right. is me. on you, WWE yeah. fans yeah. who think WWE that Ronda fans. Rousey owes you something. You I guys sit ask, here. To- I didn't ask Ronda Rousey to come to WWE, bro. I was fine. I was living my life watching Raw and SmackDown, having a glorious time, watching great matches. By the way, you know a few a few duds with Vince McMahon, and comes Ronda Rousey. Oh, cool! You know the woman that's done all the accomplishments, baddest woman on the planet. I bet. Let's see if she can transfer her skills into wrestling. She's not good. You bring up Brock Lesnar, who it has a wrestling background. A wrestling background, and you okay. So what makes Ronda not good? Ronda what, what makes Ronda Rousey not good? She don't, can't don't wrestle. Tell me about she. How can she? And she doesn't wrestle? have any mic skills. How does she not wrestle? Because and she, she boxes a couple pressure. moves. A couple moves. Yo, Sylvan. Okay. You know, yeah, so let's be honest. I'm gonna go there. Quan, I'm gonna go there. Quan, you know, Quan, no, 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 relax. I'm gonna get my game dash on. I'm about to go there. I'm about to go there. Y'all treat Ronda like this because of the way she looks. Oh, period. God. And I'm not saying that Ronda, I'm not saying that Ronda Rousey isn't an attractive woman. She's a beautiful woman. Shout out okay. to Ronda Rousey. All right. But y'all treat her like this because she doesn't have the, the typical WWE look that y'all look for. And that's a fact. Because Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, who y'all all love because she fine as hell. Shout, shout out to shout out to her. She fine as hell. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all don't say nothing about her botching every single mo- she botched in her New Japan yeah. debut. She botched her finisher yeah. on Kyrie. Yeah. The reason she's injured right now is because she fell off the top rope and botched and <laughs> yeah. hurt herself. That's a fact. She did the same botch that Top Dollar did before he was Flop Dollar. When Flop Dollar jumped over the top rope and fell, hey, Mercedes hey, Monet, a.k.a. Sasha Banks, was the first person to do this Top Dollar botch. And nobody she said, said a word. Play, man. But all of a sudden, but every time Nia Jax... Every time Nia Jax botches a move, all of a sudden we Jax hear can't about wrestle, it. Every time Ronda Rousey either. botches a match or botches a move, we hear about it. They Why we don't hear wrestle, about it when all bro. these other girls that y'all love botching moves? All the because time. they can wrestle. People botch all the time. But there's a difference between someone who can wrestle and who can't wrestle. Nia Jax can't wrestle. She can't. Nia She's Jax, not that good. She's Nia not Jax that good. Brings Ronda Rousey can't wrestle. We know she can't wrestle. She's not Ronda Rousey will beat your ass. <laughs> I know, bro, what are you saying? <laughs> that has nothing to do with wrestling, bro. <laughs> like I'm talking yes, about, it does. I'm talking she about legitimacy to I'm, WWE. Did she not legitimacy? Hey, no. Yes, what is le- legitimacy? She brought legitimacy to hey, wrestling. What's up? You know what WWE is. You know how much money WWE was paying Ronda Rousey. You know how Ronda Rousey was getting paid to actually do real fights. You talk about legitimacy. Legitimacy? Brought legitimacy. Do you know to how WWE. long the WWE has Ronda been Rousey around? Do you know how carried... long the sport of wrestling has been around? Are you talking to me about legitimacy? Ronda you Rousey carried a UFC pay per view to a dare bring up looks as a main eventer. Ronda Rousey brought in a million as to purchases. Why I think Ronda Rousey pay-per-view. can't talk on a mic or why she can't transfer her skills as the baddest woman on the planet to wrestle? Sylvan, you realize in the biggest MMA company in the world, the UFC. Ronda Rousey main event brought in a million purchases. She still can't wrestle. What $60. A million people. That's great. Over a she million people wrestle. paid $60 to what see Ronda to Rousey. Do? She you brought legitimacy the Rock, to WWE. The Rock just grossed over $120 million in the box office. The Rock office. is the Are Rock. The movies good? A, I don't nobody, know. I don't think so. It's making money. 
That's oh, yeah. the, so you that's a money the point of this. You a money so, guy. Yeah. You a, I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that you a money guy. <laughs> you respect that. You keep to your money tactics, Quan. I don't ever want to hear you talk about good wrestling matches. I don't ever want to hear you talk about five-star. Well, I don't think this she's bad. AEW, five-star out of here. I don't ever want to talk about you. you, you, you you're going to be like me, okay? You're going to be like me, and I'm going to be a money listen, guy. Listen, listen. So can we be on both agree? Y- y'all going crazy right now. You know, we got we to gotta simmer it down. We got to simmer it down. You know, like when the eggs, when the eggs, <laughs> All I when said the eggs is overcooking, you got you to you put the heat down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I Can we both agree that her first you. run was that's amazing? Right. Can we can we agree on that? It was amazing. Yes. 1,000%. She, she had the Piper. I, she had the little Piper right, gimmick going on, you know. But I feel like. She wasn't talking as much. I feel like. Oh, my God. I feel like. Her second run. Okay, so when everything went downhill, she wasn't like, yeah, because we found out that she sucks. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like, what are we like? I don't understand why is it so hard to grasp. Yes. Ronda Rousey is a yes. Hall of Famer today. Absolutely, you Ronda Rousey is a Hall of Famer right now. <laughs> Walking away, Ronda Rousey is a Hall of Famer. There's, there's no doubt about it. She's a Hall. Of, she, a you know who else is a Hall of Famer? Is. You know who else is a Hall of Famer? Oh, Hulk Hogan. Can he wrestle? No. Yes. No. <laughs> Hulk Hogan can't wrestle. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. He can't, bro. Hold on, can't. So what's wrestling to you? So what's wrestling to you? Because to Bret Hart can wrestle, Seth Rollins can wrestle, Stone Cold Steve Austin can actually wrestle. We just had this conversation a week ago about how pro wrestling is so much more than when the bell rings. Anybody yeah, can go I'm in there and do some that. great I'm not arm drag. If wrestling. that was the case, Drew Gulak would be the biggest wrestler in the world right now. I'm not equating that. Nobody Why are you bringing those things up? Why are you Gulak? bringing those things up? I'm not. I'm not equating that. I would say because I'm telling point. you, she can't you're wrestle. T- you're telling me she sucks. No, we are talking about. We are talking about. We are talking about. I'm talking about Hulk Hogan. You telling me Hulk Hogan can't wrestle? He made the most money in this business. So much. The mic's hot. The mic's hot, dog. The fans said you're really bad, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't make these rules up. I just follow what's going on. You guys just want to seem to create a narrative that doesn't exist. I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the facts. I'm saying what's going on in the real world. And the truth of the matter is that Ronda Rousey, you are the baddest woman on the planet. You are the most decorated person, woman, athlete, possibly on a place of future face of planet Earth. But future Hall of Famer. But as far as I'm concerned, my only critique to you is that you don't seem to be happy. And you're a little bit of entitled. To add on to points. that Hulk Hogan angle, I ain't gonna lie, I enjoy Hulk Hogan and Three Ninjas more than in the ring, but that's just me. I'm sorry. But that's, that's me. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah, brother. And look, I and and I I'm not I am not gonna sit here and cape for Hulk Hogan, because we all know how Hulk Hogan feel about people that look like us. Like let's just be honest about yeah, it. We know the vibes, man. But at the end of the day, Hulk Hogan was a larger than life character. He was the first of his kind. And he did more for this business than most people can say. So to claim that he can't wrestle just because he don't get in there and do a bunch of arm drags and drop kicks yeah. and all yeah. that bullshit. Like, come no, on now. You're wild. He just can't, he just You're can't wrestle. I mean, go back and, and let's go back and watch Hulk Hogan matches. Uh, They're really I'm not watching bad. that. I'm sorry. You know, we ain't we ain't watching them joints like that, man. Come on. Of course, what what'd you say, Cody? You're not watching <laughs> that. I'm sorry, right? Of course you get. You can't. You really can't. So a, a performer like Hulk Hogan, performer, or a performer like or a wrestler Dusty Rhodes, you can't really make the comparison between them and guys like Lance Storm and and Dean Malenko because we all know that these guys they have a place in 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 this sport. Like they're in there to put on these master classes. 
But that's yeah. a whole different thing than what a person like Hulk Hogan the does. Rock is, you the can't, rock is you the can't say the entertainers like that can't wrestle. The rock, the rock is, I, mean, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said one. That is what you're I saying, one though. Person you're saying wrestle. that. I said you're saying person. he can't wrestle. I said one person. Yeah. You I said sound one person crazy. couldn't wrestle. That's all. I said Hulk Hogan can't wrestle. Y'all are making it seem like I'm saying every entertainer can't wrestle. Because you're saying that, <laughs> you're saying that the person that literally revolutionized the industry and brought it to a platform that I had never seen. You're literally saying that that guy can't do his profession. That sounds crazy to me. All right, you go back and watch them. Wet. Hey, so let's, let's, let, 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 let's have a good time. Let, let. <laughs> like, like, don't, like, don't let me stop you, brother. You know what I mean? You go back and watch. I'm just saying you go back and watch those, those, those 30 you, minutes. To me, to me you sound like them brother. Dave Meltzer type dudes now. You sound like the dudes who will, who will rank someone like Will Ospreay over nah, Kurt Angle. Y'all just, just taking because well, he has just a trying master to make a class of body star matches. Like, get all that out of here, man. Y'all are just trying to take a point that I made about Ronda Rousey not being good. Because she can't wrestle, she can't rap, she can't speak on the mic, and she botches all the time. And y'all trying to make it seem like, oh, why does that matter? Because she sucks. She's not good. She's not really good. And the fans have spoken. And we know that. It's not like it's not like we're watching a wrestler who probably isn't that good in, in you know, the ring. It's kind of okay. You know, have some botches, but he's incredible on the mic, like an L.A. Knight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, okay, like you're not really that great. Like some like, botches, you know, he says, man. and you have a lot of botches, but you've been on the mic. Okay, yeah, a lot. Even from some to a lot. <laughs> facts, facts, big facts, absolutely. But we're we're watching we're watching someone who's the baddest woman on the planet who can't really do anything. Seven, what's your what's your what's your favorite moment throughout her WWE career? Don't say her my leaving. favorite moment throughout her WWE. <laughs> he was definitely my favorite say her moment. Leaving. Nah, it wasn't my favorite moment throughout her WWE career was when she had um when she had that moment with The Rock. I thought that was really powerful. I thought that was really really tight because that brought so much attention to WWE and it really showed that wow we are like transcending another level in the business of WWE. And she wasn't talking as much. She had the Roddy Rodder, um the Roddy Rowdy, uh, you know her favorite wrestler. Gimmick. And it just kind of felt like, oh, this is this is this is something I can get behind. The real thing for me is that I wanted to see Ronda with some, like, just all jokes aside. All, I, don't, all I honestly I don't think you wanted to see man. anything. I think you just I you made it a mission to man. come on here and trash. I Ronda wanted Rousey. to see her. That with was the that's what you set out to do. I wanted to see her with the manager. I wanted if, if we're comparing her to Brock Lesnar, get her somebody that can speak for her. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't know how that. to really wrestle that great. Get her with somebody that can speak for her, add even more legitimacy, over explain how she is the baddest woman in the planet. You know what I mean? Don't just assume because we're all like here that she she's that. Like over explain it. Like make her a big deal. You know, and she is a big deal, but overemphasize it. They just kind of threw her out there. And when things just kind of started going the way they were going, it just was what it was. And we've seen a, a massive decline from when she debuted <clears throat> to how she exited. Just like her UFC run, how she debuted, and how she exited. It's like, Quan, what's your favorite moment? It's a pattern. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. You don't know yeah. your favorite nah, moment. Nah, honestly, <laughs> the best moment of Ronda Rousey's career in WWE was definitely main event in WrestleMania. Yeah. That was the first time that women had WrestleMania, <clears throat> main event in WrestleMania. And that's, that's still insane to me because for a very long time, Women weren't put in those positions. Women were like the undercard. We all remember the diva era where the women were kind of just there to be eye candy. So, so Ronda Rousey main inventing <laughs> WrestleMania was absolutely my favorite moment. 
And when she when she beat the shit out of uh Becky Lynch on Raw that one time when they were doing the whole shooting angle, <laughs> she was she was whooping her ass. It, it looked good. It looked good. Look, I I love Ronda uh, Rousey. I'm not I the biggest. Ro- you know, we know you don't. We know you don't. We know you don't really feel. So I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and lie like I'm the biggest. Listen, man. I'm not gonna sit here and lie like I'm the biggest Ronda Rousey fan, but I do feel like wrestling fans have given her a hard time, and it's because she's an outsider. I know that we don't like outsiders coming into professional wrestling and be being put on a plateau right away just because they achieve stuff elsewhere. We're seeing it with Logan Paul, but Logan Paul won us over because he's an incredible performer in that ring, and he's great on the mic, and he's he's great, absolutely, and he can wrestle. You know why he's great on the mic? And I just feel like, come on, man, he was born to do this. It's a shame, right? So I do. I do feel like if Ronda Rousey was given that whole like ground up build and came in and they had her prove herself, then I people would accept her a lot more. But because she was brought in and right away was put as a megastar in the main events, that's why wrestling fans don't really accept her like I don't that. Agree and with I feel that, bad Kwan. for her to be honest. I don't agree with that, Quan, because we did accept him when she first debuted. She came out to Massive. No, y'all Pops. Didn't. Y'all we never... did. Look at Gable Stevenson. We just got done talking about Gable Stevenson. Came out. Okay, I'm, I'm tired of y'all calling him Gable Stevenson. It's Stevenson. Right. Respect Steven. our black yeah. brother's name. His name right. is Gable Stevenson. Stevenson. God damn it. Sorry, I don't even I'm sound very black. Sorry, Gable Stevenson. It, it doesn't. <laughs> sound. It doesn't. But Gable Stevenson. No, like, wait, hold on. Cooley said that doesn't even sound black. It doesn't. It's just a Stevenson. I thought it was Stevenson for sure. All right, I guess. It's I mean, Gable Stevenson. I mean, we just saw it with Gable Stevenson, man. We we came out to Cheers, came out to Pops. Everybody was ready to be behind him. And then once we started seeing that he sucked and he wasn't taking it seriously, what happened? He got booed. The fans want to see that you actually care about this. That's it. That's why you can't deny right. Logan Paul because he's great. And that's hey, all I feel. Well, that's all I'm saying. End of the day, Hall of Famer, baby. Ronda definitely she going in first ballot. I hope y'all know that. I hope definitely. y'all I don't know why y'all didn't mention Survivor 100%. Series 2018, man, versus Charlotte Flair. That was a great match, man. That's when uh Charlotte turned she ain't turned hold you. Man, man. I don't oh even remember that match. God. I ain't even gonna lie to you. It was okay. Charlotte was okay. turned heel and it was, was okay. beating the Charlotte hell carried her. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, Charlotte carried her. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte carried her. Hey, look, shout out to Ronda Rousey, man. I'm sorry for everything that Sylvan said. Please don't come for us because you got hands and I don't. And I don't want to get my ass I want her work. to be happy. That's it. I just want her to be happy. I want her to be happy and I want her to find fulfillment. Anyways, let's get to <laughs> my favorite part of the show, personally. This is Cooley's Rundown. Cooley. We in the rundown. Let's get it. What's hey, going on in the wrestling world? I know world, y'all heard really? about SummerSlam and its highest grossing non-WrestleMania event in history. I believe it took in $8.5 million. Oh, my God. Man, Yo, light work. that's you know, another light. Day at the office, you know? Come on, man. WWE doing their thing over there. Hey, you know hey, That's big. That's big. WWE is hot. WWE is hot, hot. You really can't run around it. They hot. It's another day at the yeah, office, baby. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. You know what we're talking and, uh, about. You know what I mean? So my like, question is... My question is, how does does it do? You, do you do y'all know how this works? Like as far as like SummerSlam and WrestleMania, like are they are is WWE getting paid to run those shows, or do they pay the venue to set up? Somebody I Google that. Because sure I because I believe I believe that WWE is like it's like a bid. So like pl- these places put in bids for WWE, like the stadiums. It was in um it, it was in Detroit. What was the what's the Detroit stadium called? Uh, Allegiant? Nah, that's Allegiant. That's LA. <laughs> that's LA. Yeah, they booked that out. They booked that out. Yeah, they booked that out. If you right. like in a stadium and you know 
Yeah, like they booked that out. They have to negotiate that regardless. Like they booked Damn. that whole thing out. I always, I always wondered that process. As the, but wow. Hey. Still, shout out, shout out to, shout out to WWE, man. Eight, eight million is a lot for, for one show. Yeah, bag is the bag. Like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they kept all that door money, man. So you know, a bag is a they bag, get that bro. Bad. They got that bag. Right. You know what I mean? It's just another day at the office, though, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, big bucks. You know, in this world, one thing counts. Getting that bag, bag, man. Large amounts. Oh, you know what I, mean? I just I would love to point out how you talking about one thing counts in this world is the money, but it's just a minute ago it was all <laughs> about oh you the money man now I don't know wrestling skills. Uh, yeah. I said yeah. I said join yeah, me. One thing I count. said we go. Like, I said count. join it's me. Yeah, it depends what we talking about, man. Like, hey, you hear the high pitch voice? You hear the high pitch? Y'all know what it is. Let's talk about the most unplanned. What else you got? Unplanned moment in SummerSlam was when Brock went off script. At the end of his match with Cody, and raised his hand. First, I thought he was going to f five him or something. I'm like, "Yo, this is intense. Like, <laughs> what's going on?" Like, I thought he was. And, uh, I, they, I thought he was going to f five. It wasn't too. a part of the script because the press conference. Hunter said that was that was all Brock. Like that wasn't supposed to happen. So Cody was kind of like, "Oh, what's going on? What the hell?" And yo, he gave him love, and that's normally not like Brock. So it's kind of interesting. He's never it's done that before. I thought that was weird. You know, you know what? Maybe this is just me shooting in the dark, but I almost feel like this is signaling Brock Lesnar's retirement, to be honest. Like, I feel like he's going to retire in the next year because he don't usually do stuff like this, like him to go off script. And <laughs> he's a heel. He's a bad guy, but he goes off script and raises Cody's hand and taps him on the chest like. This sounds like his, you know, the the Jordan run when it's like you go from city yeah. to city and you wrapping it up. This it's, this sounds like that for or maybe Brock he's Lesnar. tired of people. I don't know. I think Say, he, go go something. Yeah, I think he likes Cody. You know, when you think about everybody you had to put over. Like, you know, I, I think I think Cody has like a real, and this is just me outside looking in. I think Cody's a real respectable person, and um, you know, it's not like I think the last person he probably liked in that same capacity was John Cena because John Cena does really good business but him and John Cena are just you know they come from the same cloth but you look at someone like Cody Rhodes someone as respectable and you know probably pays him a lot of homage and it's just very like you know just a overall decent person um I think I think he just really gravitates to, to Cody and it's like you know what you just yeah that's dope man hey yo so I just googled I just Google and it looks like uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota is the leading candidate for WrestleMania 2025, and that is Brock Lesnar's oh, hometown. So snap. if he was gonna walk away, uh, if he was gonna be... walk away, it would make sense oh, for his final match to be at WrestleMania. Damn, bro! In yeah, Minneapolis, be... I'm just saying. Damn. Yeah, he's probably gonna do it. Yeah, I can see that. Bro, it's like it. LeBron retiring. This is crazy. It. Wow, because he's been he's been he's been here I for know. a minute, yo. We was kids. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. been going since we was kids, yo. He's been seen, wrestling man. since we was kids. So, yeah, where does man. where does Brock Lesnar rank? Like, if 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 Brock if Brock is really gonna call it a career and wrap it up, who would who would where would Brock rank in this? Like, is he is he a is is like Brock I don't know where to like, put him on my Mount Rushmore to be like, honest. Like, I don't know. I I probably would put like where would so he be? As far as as far I, as legitimacy, I probably, I I'll probably put Stone Cold as Jordan. Of course. I mean, I mean obviously. Obviously. You know, 
I probably put um damn if you're gonna if you're gonna choose the rock rock is hard to right it's hard to the pinpoint yeah. exact yeah, because he he walked like, away for yeah. a long time. We forget Brock Lesnar walked away to to try the NFL thing. He was on the Vikings for like yeah. <laughs> for like two weeks, and then he went into yeah. UFC, dominated over there. And then hey, he we came got we got we got so. and he left when he was real young. Oh, like, I, I I could probably give like Roman. I give Roman Wait, Lebron. He, you would, wait, 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 wait. Did you just what? say <laughs> Roman Reigns was oh, nah. the LeBron James? Yeah, All right, yeah. Good. Next topic. Hey, we we gonna have to we gonna have to we gonna have to. Who else? But if we but when we realistic but when we realistically think about it though, not nah, like but for real though. So like who would who would Roman be then? Paul George. Roman is really the think about Roman it. is the man that's on a come up right now. <laughs> whoa, 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 I mean, when Giannis when Giannis retired, Giannis is gonna be he gonna have so many accolades. He gonna be nah, like nah, guys, Roman Jokic, bro. Well, what about what about KD? No, well, no. <laughs> maybe maybe Steph, maybe Roman. You know Steph. what? No, 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 no. You know what? I like this. Maybe Roman, Roman is Jokic. Because let's be honest, Roman. Yeah, because Roman's know, been a lot. Bro, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Roman has been around for a long time, but we didn't really accept Roman until like the last couple years. They yeah, forced but, him on us, but we didn't really we didn't really sure, like Roman that, like that until like that. he turned here. Yeah, but when we're thinking about when we're thinking about impact, we're thinking about dominance. We're thinking about who's actually like revolutionizing. Like, Did he say that's the best? That's what Joker's doing right now. Like, yeah, but yeah, but okay. Yeah, I'm I think he's Steph. I think he's more Steph than anything. I, am I mean, Steph. when when we look at Steph, we look at how he's basically like changed how people play the sport, right? The same way that Iverson changed how people play the sport, right? So, I I am mad at Steph. Yeah. So yeah, Roman is Steph Roman and Brock is. Steph. is. We uh, still ain't figured out Brock. I don't know, <laughs> a, I don't know a, who Brock is, dog. We, we might have to have a whole different episode for the Brock for that Earl Boykins, boy. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's tough cool. to figure out where Brock. <laughs> Damn. Damn, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But man, what a career. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, the, Damn, Charles Barkley. the producer of this show just said that Brock Lesnar <laughs> was Charles. You ain't Charles Barkley. You don't want to be that little like him. Be gone. Be gone. Wanna be? Be gone. Be gone. Oh man, Brock. I would put Brock. Brock is Tim Duncan, man. He quiet. He dominate. Yeah, that's. But he ain't. We, we don't really look at him like he. Tim he Duncan that he ain't Jordan or nothing. But he he still dominated in yeah, silence. Yeah. He Tim Duncan. He got yeah. five championships. Yeah, he's he's one of those ones. You gotta yeah. respect. What else you got for? Yeah, what cool. else you got? Let's for take it school. across the hall for a quick second at AEW, baby. They draw the biggest ratings since their debut episode of Collision. Oh, that's yeah, right. Man. They did seven hundred thirty-nine thousand. Yeah, good for them, man. Fantastic. But. They did. And then what happened? This past weekend. <laughs> and then what happened? Them viewers went all the way oh, down, nice. baby. It dropped to 388,000. <laughs> is Tony Khan in panic mode? Or eh, it was SummerSlam. Absolutely. We'll brush Absolutely it off. Not, it's SummerSlam. It's SummerSlam. You know it's the AEW fans was tuning in. Like, it's it's yeah, the big four. Of course. 
It's a big four, I, man. Right. So WWE fans are trying to clown AEW yeah. for only doing three hundred thousand viewers, but like, come on now, are they going yeah. against SummerSlam? Who's gonna watch Collision over one of the biggest pay per views of all time? Or not the biggest pay per view? I keep calling them pay per views, premium live events. Yeah. Who's gonna watch a random Saturday show over one of the biggest premium yeah, live man. events? That's like watching. The big three over like an NBA playoff game. Yeah. Like who's gonna do that? We're not gonna watch the big three. We're not gonna we're not gonna watch Darius Miles and uh (laughs) who was playing the big three. Who we we ain't gonna we ain't gonna watch my meek Abdul Raouf over Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, come on now. It's cold, man. It's cold. It's cold. We ain't gonna watch big baby Glenn Davis. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a big three fan, but we're not watching that over the playoffs. Like that yeah, just don't man. make Shout sense. Shout out the big three. Yeah, it's it's one of the big four. Yeah, man. man. Come on. That's yeah, it's man. it's man, it's mania in the summertime. Home. Shout Come out to Ice Cube. We ain't, we ain't missing that. You feel me? You know. Yeah. Got WrestleMania, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, and then yes, Royal Rumble. Come on. Come on. I might have to throw uh, Survivor Series out of there to be honest. I feel like I feel like Survivor Series ain't what it used to be. What's your replacement like for? Backlash. Yeah, nobody checking for that. <laughs> WrestleMania backlash. I feel like money in the bank been I feel like money hey, in the bank being kind of no, whatever. No, you know? not at all. That was no, no not at all. It's, the it's only reason people look at SummerSlam, or the only people, the only reason people look at Survivor Series the way they do is because it's been around for a long time. I mean, yeah. But history. let's just be honest, like SummerSlam, yeah, history. Survivor like, Series ain't been popping like that for a long time. They tried to do the War Games thing, and it's cool, it's, but it's like I, it's nobody to be the last one, one, man. Like it's it's just it just is. Quan said Survivor Series ain't been popping since the Rock day. That's crazy. Ain't nobody checking for Survivor. That's crazy. They don't even do the Survivor Series match no more. Like the last couple years, they had the Raw versus SmackDown thing. Last year, they had War Games, which was dope. But like we didn't have like the side versus that side thing anymore. So it's like what what is Survivor Series even? Get that out of here. Nobody checking for that. It's still the big four. Okay, come on. It's just the bottom. All right. Hey, and I know y'all heard about uh. A legend of ours from our childhood, Rob Van Dam, had his first match at AEW. Did y'all see that? First of all, first of all, first of all, this man is 52 years old. That man is 57, by the way. He's 52, man. No, he ain't Look 57. 57. Don't don't put them six extra years down. He's 52. Bro. Man, is 64, He was in good shape. Did y'all see? Like, bro did a... Bro did a yeah, he hey, he was moving. What's that? What's that called? <laughs> a screw cork or corkscrew the, uh, leg drop. Bro, the corkscrew, that's yeah. Insane, bro. yeah. On the on oh, the yes. on the barricade, that was yeah, nuts. He, he was looking good, man. Look, RVD, RVD looked good. He can still move. He, <laughs> I saw that weed he be smoking got him looking decent. He definitely looked his age though. Like the way he moved, he looked younger. But when you look at him physically. He, he look old as hell. I ain't gonna hold you. But, I mean, you know white people. They you know how they age. I'm just saying. I'm saying. But I, I, I enjoyed the match. Jungle Boy won. It was it was the right decision. I don't want to see more of Rob Van Dam. To be honest, I hope it was a one off because I'm kind of I'm kind of all in on the young man. Jack Perry. So put some, Jack put some Perry. Respect on Jack Perry. Oh, you want to put you want to re- put, put respect on Jack Perry? But you ain't, you ain't had no re- respect for Gable Stevenson though. Uh, he, on, he can be Gable Stevenson, but Jack Perry. Every, everybody's gonna say right. Steven instead of Stevenson. I don't even know what Stevenson. I ain't never heard crazy. that before. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I've never heard of that in my life. Stevenson. Hey, so hey, hey, so no speaking of another old head, guess who returned, y'all? Sting returned to AEW. 
and he will have a match with Darby Allen versus oh Swerve Strickland and Fox. How do we feel about that? But first, before we talk about this, let me get this off. Let me get this off my chest. Let me get this off my chest like a bench press. Tony Khan is wild as hell for that spot he made Sting do a month ago, which is why he was injured. Bro, did y'all? <laughs> Bro is 64 years old. Why is he why Sting is he jumping is... off a ladder from the ring onto a table that did not break? The table did not break, or at least I think only one table broke. But like, bro, what are we doing? It, it didn't doing? break. I don't think it broke. It and it was like a random Wednesday. Oh. Like, why is yeah. Sting doing stuff like that on a random Wednesday? They gotta build up to spots like that. They can't just throw that shit out there on He's a random 64 Wednesday. Years old. <laughs> a- AEW's a spot fest. Six years though, old. Man. You know, they all right, spots over there. They try- how y'all feel about his return, man? man? You know, AEW's a how spot feel about this man returning. So I ain't, I ain't really thinking about Sting. Like, I, 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 he a legend, but I ain't worried about that. What I'm worried about is AR Fox and Swerve. Swerve, Swerve confidence go. looking. Like he's the one. He put on mm-hmm. muscle. He got big. He wearing yeah, grills mm-hmm. now. He talking gangster. Y'all say mm-hmm. he only walked down on, on Nick Wayne and beat his ass <laughs> mm-hmm. in that studio. He hit him in the mm-hmm. head with a picture of his dead Yikes. dad. Mm-hmm. He hit him in the head with a picture of his dead dad. Mm-hmm. Like left him laying there in blood. Mm-hmm. That's what Yikes. I want to see. That's what I what what Swerve is doing right now. That's what I want for Montez Ford. That's what I see in Montez Ford. I like I Swerve. I like what I, Swerve doing, and I like what AR mm-hmm. Fox doing. I, I appreciate Sting. I appreciate Darby, but you know Swerve and Fox. You know, I'm I'm very happy for them. You know because this is a this is a big step towards you know going up that ladder. And Swerve is looking, he looking like one of them ones, man. He he looking like he ready for the for the shit. You know what I mean? So, shouts to them, man. I will say, uh, Sting. You know, I, I man, just I, I just hope you keep the spots minimal, man. We don't want to see. We know why Sting is there. It's 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 Wembley Stadium. We just don't want to see anything. 80k. You know, that's the only reason Sting is there. Like they got to put they got to put some star power on that show if eighty thousand people gonna be there. So I I just don't want him taking those spots like crazy. Like he can be on TV all he wants. I love Sting, but man, boy, he he the same age as LA Knight. So I mean, you should be able to take some spots. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah, boy. But I feel. Let me talk to you. <laughs> I definitely tried to bait you there. <laughs> I definitely crazy. tried to bait you. You ain't, you ain't take the bait yeah, though. It's not all at good. all. Not at all. You know, Yo, shout, out, shout out Sting, on, man. man. You know? Yeah. Shout out Sting. Yo. Shout out to Sting. Shout what else? Wait, wait, wait. Shout out to AR Fox. Let's talk about AR Fox for a second. This AR man Fox, been grinding man. for years. He's responsible for Austin Theory. He's responsible mm-hmm. for Swerve. He's helped train so many people. He finally getting a spot on a show like this. That's yeah. fire. At Wimbling yeah. too. At That's Wimbling super too. fire. Shout out to AR Fox. That's big, man. That's big. Wimbling? Wimbling? Big Wimbling stage. <laughs> nah, but you know, shout, Michael Jackson owns that stadium, so that's that's big for them, you know? I'm just saying. Wait, wait, Michael wait. Jackson what? owns that stadium, yeah, man. Fantasy. I didn't know that. Wait. Oh, you saying because yeah, he's there and how the fans? Right? I thought you oh, were saying no, no, he no, actually no, no, no. owned yeah, it like, physically. Like, I'm like, wait, hold on, for I'm real? Like, 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 like the, the no, Jackson's no, 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 own no, no. Wembley Stadium? What like what? The 90s, you know the concert <laughs> stuff. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's looking like Tony Khan owned it to me, bro. It's looking like 80k. Look at look at, look at, look at the numbers, man. WWE doing 80k and Wembley supposedly outsold the outsold the SummerSlam '92. WrestleMania, WrestleMania three, yeah. I'm just uh, saying, it's Tony Khan. Look like they, Tony Khan run Wembley to me, baby. They, uh, they, they, uh, they, yeah, beat out a, uh, they beat out WrestleMania three and and ticket sales. So shouts to y'all, man. You know what I mean? Keep doing big things. Keep pushing. Keep pushing the envelope for real. Yeah, y'all wanna y'all wanna laugh at them collision ratings being three hundred thousand, but they got eighty thousand people in nice. one arena. Yeah, nice man, to beat a record from 1987. Mm. That's dope. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 but uh, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, keep That's pushing, dope. baby. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "It's nice going being places, a kid. <laughs> <laughs> nice you know you're going places. You're doing. <laughs> you're doing things. Nah, 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 That's dope. Y'all some haters. What up? <laughs> what else let's we got, man? Come let's on, talk bro. about Chris Jericho. <laughs> The Jericho Appreciation Society has oh seemingly God. broken up. <laughs> what is next for Chris oh, Jericho? Cool, because that man. whole segment, everybody was dropping like flies. Danny Garcia was dancing. <laughs> hey, he dances his way out. Oh, bro. shit, I dropped my light, bro. <laughs> Yo, I mean, Yo. the way I, 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 I want to know what's next for Jericho, man, because we got to, I mean, I know he re-upped with AEW for like five years or something like that. But, you know, Jericho getting up there, man, and he wrestling, you know, steady, like, yeah. every night. You know what I mean? And, you know, I know that's got to be hard on his body. And now that this whole Jericho Appreciation Society is kind of disbanding, it's like, what's next for the guy? Like, what is he realistically going to be doing for the next five years? You know, what should he be doing for the next five years? That's kind of just what's on my heart. You know, but it's about time because I was I was kind of tired of JAS. Like, mm. You know, JAS wore its welcome out. A year ago, yeah. Is he? Real. Is he? Is like, he joining I, a new faction? I I hope not. I hope <sighs> Chris Jericho, man. At this point in his career, he should just be a backstage producer or something. Like maybe join a writing team, be a coach, be a trainer or something. Like I, I love Chris Jericho. He was he was one of my favorites growing up. But I don't want to see him wrestle anymore. Like he looks his age when he's out there moving sloppily falling around in a ring. Like, you can tell he's up yeah. there in age. At this point, just go be a producer. We don't need to see you. I'm too yeah. invested in these young dudes in AEW to sit here and be worried about Chris yeah. Jericho. Like, yeah. let's get... Chris Jericho, Sting, RVD, Christian, all these dudes. I don't want to see them no more. I'm sorry. I, don't know. I, I don't love know about them. Christian. I don't want to see I, none I, of them. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't want to see Christian really no more. Work. Like, Christian's get these old really dudes out of here. AEW need know. to focus on AEW. Get these old former WWE yeah, dudes about, out of here. I'm sorry. Christian. How Christian's about Billy Gunn? Work. He's doing real good I, work. Yeah. <laughs> no, he needs to go. Shout out to Yeah, I, 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 I think I he is he done. I hope, he, I hope he meets it. You know, he, he hey, shout out, shout out, Chris. Christian, he he feels. That's my favorite. My favorite debut of all time is Chris Jericho. I'm sorry. That's my favorite debut of all time. Was that it was with, with the, the Rock, rock whatever, bro? It was with the Raw Rock. Raw is Jericho. Who is the blue hat? I think it was 99. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your name is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they had the countdown really clock, the Millennium Joint. Chef Kiss. Mm-hmm. And so, last on my rundown list is a wrestler that I've been in his corner for years. Being patient. Oh. We talked about patience earlier, and I have been the most patient wrestling fan with this man his name is Bray Wyatt so word on the street he's beat an unknown life-threatening disease we don't know what it is we don't know what he's been going through but he's beating it and hopefully he's returned soon I'm stoked you know I've been on this Bray Wyatt train for a long time I remember when the Fiend debuted at what SummerSlam 2018 2019 2019 Mm -hmm. it was amazing so I, I just hope he's 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 doing great and he comes back strong and he has a better run this time around. A lot of people owe him some apologies. Yeah. 
a lot of people owe him an apology. And I, <laughs> and I'm a lot of people, unfortunately, because I talked mad trash about Bray Wyatt running from the grind. I thought he was upset about his creative. But at the end of the day, we've said it before. These people are real human beings. So if he was dealing with something that was life-threatening, I absolutely had no idea about that. So I definitely owe him an apology. So Bray Wyatt, shout out to you. I'm sorry for criticizing the way you walked away because clearly I didn't have all the details. So shout out to Bray Wyatt. And I'm excited to see him back because I like Bray. Yo, man, shouts to Bray for beating any type of life-threatening um, disease. Uh, man, before any of this wrestling stuff, like being a human is what's most important. And so I'm just so glad, man, that you're doing all right. And, you know, I'm really glad that you're pulling through and that you beat it because that's what matters more than anything. But, you know, I still think, you know, you're overrated. And, Yo, um, that's it for my rundown. Oh, my that is God. It. No, but, I res- but I respect, but I'm so glad you made it through, bro. Like, you know, at the end of the day, your life is what matters the most. You know what I mean? And, you know, man, like, I would have hate to see anything happen to you. That's from the bottom of my heart. You know, and now that you're back, you know what I mean? I can get back to, like, hating on, you know, how you wrestle and, you know, your, the matches that you put on in peace without, you know, feeling like, damn, you know? Um, so I, but I'm so glad I'm really like for real bottom of my heart. I'm so glad that you, you were up, man. I don't wish nothing on anybody. To the audience. I apologize for <laughs> Sylvan's <are>. remarks. <laughs> His favorite wrestler right now is LA Knight. Who's in ring is trash, but he thinks that Bray Wyatt's in ring is trash too. So I don't understand that. You know, that is I'm just, yeah, I'm that's just glad. I'm just like, glad Bray Wyatt's okay, man. You know, I'm really glad he's all right. How you know? can you, how I, can I didn't like feel... Roman Reigns when he, you know, had leukemia, but man, I would never want anything to happen. Of course not. Of course Reigns. not. Of course you know, not. He, he beat leukemia. Yeah. And man, at the end of the day, your health is worth more than anything, you know. But now that he's all right, you know what I'm saying? We can, you know, get back to, you know, I can get back to telling, you know, to just keeping it a bean about how I feel about his wrestling and, you know, the, his many characters and everything that I don't really, you know, big fan of. But you, you know, can't lie, the mean, fiend is really you know, like top tier. It, it was fun. I'm just glad you you're good, my guy. I'm so glad. Like you're good, the, the fiend, the fiend was what? incredible. I'm so glad you're good, bro. <laughs> Holy, I'm so glad you're good. Bro. Holy, like. Bro, like, like to be honest, to, I would never want anything to happen to you, man. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta rewind that. Yeah. The fiend was go incredible watch. until until the bell rang. Let's just Cooley. I know Cooley. No, no, no. I'm just talking about the character. Death, but I'm talking about. Let's just be honest. The character was fire until the bell rang. As soon as soon as you hear ding ding ding, it all go downhill from there. I'm just go to Peacock. Like, could I mean, man? I'm. I don't even want to think about anything bad happening in the bro. Like, I don't want anything bad to happen to any wrestler. Go to Peacock. Go to Raw. Oh. Go to July fifteenth, two thousand and nineteen. Don't say no. You've been never saying no, no Daniel Bryan. It's the thing. It was the Daniel Bryan match. Oh, okay, I'm about to say because Daniel Bryan carry anything that they did. But yeah, that's that's all I got for well, the rundown. That's it for the rundown. Good looks with that. That was yeah. fun. Shout out Very to Bray fun. Wyatt. Now y'all know what we like to do on every episode of this podcast. We like to show love to our favorite black wrestlers, both past and present. I'm gonna let y'all pick this week. Let's go. To, let's go. Let's do. Let's go. Let's do Cooley. Cooley, who you want to show love to Black this wrestler. week? I mean, since we talked about them, and since their big show is coming up very soon, I'm gonna give it a swerve. Effort. I'm gonna give it a swerve, swerve man. He's doing his thing right now, love, so man. I hope he. It's well. It's well deserved. Yeah, man. That's two for Swerve because he did yeah. something. He did, he did yeah, a big yeah. thing this week. I'm gonna give it a swerve, man. He did I'm a big go... thing this week. 
I'm gonna go with my guy Cody Rhodes. What? Man, you know, make sure you know. Wait, you know, are you giving? <laughs> hey, yo, that's blasphemy. I'm like, hold on, are you giving Cody Rhodes the black wrestler of the week? Nah, man. <laughs> nah, <I'm> g- <laughs> he has light skin hair. Nah, man. I'm giving it. I'm giving it. I'm giving it to the show ball, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving it to. Uh, I'm giving it to the Street Profits, man. Um, you know, Street mm. Profits this week having a massive heel turn. Look, yeah. Um. Really joining the, I guess the new hurt business now, 2.0 hurt business. I hope it's not the hurt business. Um, I don't know what it is, but they came out in suits and they're supposed to be heels, even though they yeah. got cheered. So you know, hey. but you know, like you know what I mean. But hey, like, I, they looked incredible, man. Them boys looked like they were stomping people out in like penny loafers and yo, Dawkins looked like a civil rights leader, man. He had that yeah. haircut. He was and out like, there looking like Martin Luther King. <laughs> Like Martin Luther King stopping people out, oh dog. I was God. just like, yo, this is crazy. So, shout hey, to but the look, I, and Bobby Lashley, I thought man. we, I thought we was only choosing one. I didn't know we was all oh. giving our favorite black wrestler of the week. But, I, but I mean, since I thought, we all I doing one, I, I was gonna give it to Swerve. But since you bringing up the street profits, I'm gonna just go ahead and throw one in there too. So, you know what? I want to give a shout out to JTG. Oh, JTG remember JTG man. at Crime yeah, Time? Yeah, JTG. JTG. Yeah. He don't get enough love. And rest in peace. Rest in peace to Shad. Um, I yeah. think he lost his life with the... Yeah, saving his son. He was like saving his... He, he died a hero. He died a hero. But crime. But shout out, shout out to JTG. He don't get enough love. <laughs> in this. But I just want to show you... We love you, JTG. We love you over here at this podcast. And we would love to have you on as a fellow black yes, man. Yes, indeed. Straight yes, up, man. Crime, crime time. time. Vince McMahon. Crime, hey, crime time. I know people hated crime time because... It was it was very offensive, but Crime Time was fired to me. They used to come out rolling the dice. That's like, ignorant as hell. Man, I was in. I don't care what y'all say. Ignorant hey, as hell. Vince, Vince was wrong, off a beam, man. He was just biting the John Cena juice, wearing do rags. Ain't nothing. <laughs> hey, yo, Vince wearing do rags was insane. That was. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with a little Crime Time though, man. A little ignorance is fun every once in a while. Shit, nah, man, we he here on the podcast. Cocaine, we ignorant. Man. Nah, he was sniffing cocaine back then, man. Wrestling with God. It was just. Right, a, a, oh, you wilding now. He was wild. Now that we got. That beautiful thing out the way. It's time for something a little more sinister. Yeah, y'all know what t- y'all know what the deal is. Pack them up. Who we packing up this Damn. week? You know, Ooh, I, I got, know I got, I, I, I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first. I'm gonna say this for that. Y'all don't know who you packing up. I know who I'm packing up. Oh, I know who I'm packing up. I, <laughs> I am packing up Rhea Ripley and Buddy Matthews. Whoa. Oh man, yeah. Wow. So first yeah. off, Whoa. first off, congratulations to them for announcing that they are getting yeah. they're engaged and they're getting married. So big congratulations. I always want to cheer for love. Rhea Ripley and Buddy getting married. Rhea Ripley, you're involved in an on-screen relationship <laughs> with Dominic Mysterio man. right now. At least put up the facade that it's real. Don't just expose that it's fake. We all know it's fake, but we want to believe that it's real when we watch it. That's why we watch. We watch to believe that what we are watching is legit. So don't announce that you're getting married in the middle of a relationship with Dominic Mysterio on TV. Come on now. I got to pack y'all up. Didn't Rusev get in trouble for this? Didn't Rusev yeah, get in did. trouble for this very yeah, same thing in trouble. when Lana was involved with Dolph Ziggler on screen? Yeah. And then he ran to Instagram and said, oh, we're getting married. You know, Rhea's not going to get in trouble. <laughs> but congratulations, though, because you know what I'm saying? Oh, facts. Triple yeah. H love her too much. Yeah, straight up. She the one. 
Billy Gunn. It's like it's like it's like how it's like how <laughs> not the one how Billy won't get in trouble by TDE, <laughs> but Reason did. But you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> hey, shout out to Reason too. Shouts Most to of that was man. fucked up. <laughs> shout out Reason. Yo, Ports to is reason, on Friday. Let's go. That was good. Porsche's out now, man. It's out now. Hey, y'all, I heard Porsche's. It was, it was. Hey, it was yeah. Cool. <laughs> it was cool. Nah, man. Nah, Porsche's was solid. Yeah. Solid effort. It was straight. Solid. It was straight. Solid. It was straight. Solid effort. Yeah. Solid hey, effort. Shout, shout out to Musa, yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to Musa. Yeah. <laughs> Who you packing, packing up, up so man? I'm packing up. Man, you don't forget about it, man. I'm packing up. Ah, I knew it. Get out. Okay. Coolie, Coolie. You know what I mean? What better way to send this off? She's already packing up her bags. Let's just throw them out the door. You know, you know, Rhonda, man, look, I, you know, in all sincerity, man, like, you know, I don't really like your career in, in, in WWE. Whoa. I don't, I don't, I don't hate you, but I don't like your career. I, 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 think, I think your career in WWE kind of sucked. You know what I mean? I don't, I, I, you know, all the, you know, you can have all the accolades you wanted. You know what I'm saying? I respect everything that you brought, the attention and everything, but you know what I mean? Like good riddance, baby. You know what I'm saying? I hope you go figure out what you love and I hope you go make history somewhere else. And I hope you find fulfillment, but as a wrestling fan, I, I'm goodbye. Yikes. Deuces. Facts. Who you packing up, Cooley? I don't think John Moxley bled this week. So you can't you can't be on John, John Moxley, Moxley is this a week. very very lucky guy this week. He's very lucky because he didn't bleed. But you know who I'm packing up, man? I'm packing up the wrestling fans this week, man. I'm sorry, I'm packing them up, man, because that's a fact. My Twitter was in shambles after this bloodline match. Oh my god! And we talked about patience earlier. You're we upset. About, we said it's so stupid. I don't get why Jimmy blah blah blah. Everybody is overreacting. They said they don't want to see this for the next eighteen years. Blah blah blah. Everybody is fickle. But you're gonna be right on this train in a month. So shut up and do your homework. All right. Nice. So pack them up. Pack them <laughs> up, baby. See, it's not. <laughs> It's not that they overreact because we all oh, react. Like nah. this, is, this is a very reaction-based economy. Bro. We all react, but they just be so loud. They be so loud and upset and screaming like the world is ending. And it's like, bro, it's okay, man. Calm down. It's been they two said, days. That's because they don't. They believe, said Roman had man. a. They said Roman had a dreadful thirty-six minute match with a stupid swerve Something. from Jimmy Uso. Ugh. Let it play out, man. Hey, Roman, I hope you're champion for the out. next three years, man. <laughs> well, straight up. Hopefully, if you at home and you let this episode play <laughs> out <laughs> and didn't turn off after Sylvan's rant on Ronda Rousey, shout out to Ronda Rousey. But you know what? we getting out of here. So we'll see y'all next week with another episode of your favorite podcast, Wrestling with the Obies. <laughs>